as a body, and then you have all these uh, components, like an emotional state, physical state, mental state, yes, circumstances, and situational state. And a lot of times, quote, our quote-unquote condition is based on how we believe we're doing on those four, let's say, uh, levels, yes? So we're attempting, it's sort of like we're trying to get those blocks together, and if they line up, it's going to equate to us feeling really good, you know, or have a sense of well-being, or whatever it is, but their happiness, people use that terminology. So, it's all well and good, but the, the conditions that we're trying to stabilize are not stable, yeah? Emotional conditions are very, can be very agitated, you know, your mental state can be fine one minute and not too fine the next minute, yes? I mean, I've had a lot of examples. People call me and at 9.01 they're having an enlightening experience. At 9.03 they're in a deep depression. It can go very drastically swinging all day like a pendulum. So you have this one pendulum of, let's say, circumstances and situations, just like my my friend Deb was at the work today, and then she started to feel a pain, and then now she's at the hospital because it, uh, she may have another kidney stone, which she had months ago. So she didn't probably see that coming. And so there she was, was trying to deal with her financial situation, and a lot of to do with her uh, career or livelihood, and had that pretty well maybe going, and then suddenly the physical condition came and rocked her world, in a sense, yeah? So let's say the physical condition is taken care of, but then you can be working out for eight hours at a yoga salon and walk out and be fucking back crazy in your head, yeah? I mean, the body condition isn't going to convince the mental condition to stay put in this moment. It's going to be roaming in what's not happening, yeah? There and then. Oh, quite a lot, isn't it? Yeah. So you have, you're attempting to have these four blocks, let's say, because they seemingly comprise you, you know, you. <laughs> it's not a you, it's me, really. The me is the, the special custom version of the you. So you're like a Ford, just like every other Ford, but you're thinking you're a special Ford. <laughs> you drive differently than all the other Fords, but you all sound the same. Your, your upholstery smells the same, you know what I mean? But you're a very special one. <laughs> so that's the me. That's like the emblem. So there's the Ford emblem, but then the me is like it's framed in that gilded little me. All right, so, so, so it believes that for it for it to be okay, those things have to be the way I want them to be. Yeah, physical condition, mental condition, emotional condition, circumstances, and situational conditions. So you got those four blocks, and you figure, and everyone has a different idea of success or whatever, but you have your ideas, and they're pretty fixed, a lot of them, and you're trying to get those four blocks lined up, and then you'll have that, ah, but then something happens usually, and one of them falls, or they, you know, it's so, and it's also, you're trying to get a stability on a very unstable condition, unstable base, yeah? You got these four things going this way and that, and yet you're trying to, like, homogenize them, and get them just right, and yet you have the the biggest adversary, which is time. Yeah. So maybe at 9.03 in the morning, you got everything just right. 
You just looked at your bank account. You got your pretty girl, a pretty boy. You got two dogs. You know, never bark. You know, they're great. They love you. One sleeps here, the other sleeps there. You got everything. And 901, I've reached it. I've reached that point. But then 902 comes up. And then the dog pisses in the bed, or something happens, or you get an email, someone jacked into your identification, and you have no money in your account, and everything like that. So suddenly, there they go again. So, okay, let me get back on it, you know? Get them there, there, and they keep getting knocked down. (laughs) And usually the, the dominant state of those four states is the mental state. It overrides your emotional state quite easily. It almost like plays your emotional state like an, um, an instrument, yeah? The mental state. It, it takes, let's say you've got a really good outside circumstances or situation, but then it puts time into it. Will it be like this tomorrow? So you can't really rest in your, your peaceful circumstances situation because you've got Tuesday looming over your head. Yeah, and it's Sunday. What's going to happen on Tuesday? You know, so so you got the you got the physical, the circumstantial, and the situational can't override the mental in most cases. Your physical cannot override the mental. There are where I live in Marin County. There are a lot of healthy bodies, but if you sp- spend five minutes with them, most of them are fucking totally insane. Yeah, I mean. They're, they're, they're chiseled by working out, but they're just so driven. Every time you see them, they're like four steps ahead. They're on to the next latte or whatever. Yeah? So the physical state isn't going to override your mental state. The circumstances and situation is obviously not. There's people who are flipping out in Pacific Heights. And if they, took, if they looked at the camera that surveils their inside of the house, they'd see four Jaguars in the driveway, in the garage. But it's not equating into them feeling good. Is it? No, it doesn't happen. So the mental state's overriding the emotional and the physical and the circumstantial and the situational. So maybe there's another one that you could add on to it. You may want to think that you're adding on to it another block, but if you start entertaining this one block, it overrides all the others, and that's what we would deem spirituality, a spiritual condition. The spiritual condition, it's been proven in recovery, proven beyond a shadow of a doubt, a spiritual condition can override a mental condition. Because one of the most heaviest mental diseases is alcoholism and addiction. And I tell you, when I was out there, I went through years of hitting it, pitiful, incomprehensible, demoralizing states. I spent two years and three months in just drug programs themselves, living, you know what I mean, not like little visits, but there all the time, for two years spent, and then before, when I was younger, three months spent, I was in jail quite a lot, yeah, I was on a lot of hospital visits, all rooted in my drug use and this, my mother wanted to change it, the state wanted to change it, my friends, my enemies wanted to change it, I wanted to change it, no human power seemed to change it, oh, that's far-fetched, no, look at the fucking physical evidence, nothing stopped me. Unless you could physically determine, arrest me, and that would only be a temporary stop. Yeah? But then one day, I'm sitting in a trailer park, just a regular day at the office, basically, just thinking, I'm like, how can I get... The hard problem was how to get high without any money. 
You know, my charm was gone. I wasn't looking like as good as I used to look. You know what I mean? I wasn't surrounded by women anymore. I was surrounded by men just like me. Sort of like a bumish quality, you know? <laughs> so I was always confronted at the end with that. I don't have any cash, you know, to get to what I want. It's fucking super frustrating. So I was in this trailer drinking some Royal Gate vodka, and I found a bottle at this Java hut. I was with two friends there. And they had a little, like, a plant box, and in the plant box, which you find many of them like that, a Royal Gate bottle, plastic bottle, squish, you know, a pint. It must be, like, 50 cents a pint now, whatever. <laughs> and so I took it home, because it's like I'm putting it on the altar, <laughs> because that's what I was drinking the last day. I was passing this bottle of this vodka to this guy, and I saw it, looked at him, and he looked, and he had bulbous nose and varicose veins, and I said, this guy's a bum, you know? But lo and behold, he was looking back at me like I was a bum, and that was, something happened. My mind got interrupted, and new information downloaded instantaneously that changed the direction of my life for the last 26 years. I had no, I was not interested in trying to get sober. I tried that already. All I was trying to do was to survive until I parked at the next door of institution jails and death. Because I'd been going there quite a lot the last few years. Yeah? So what I noticed is that all this stuff that was going on for years that, was, that should have brought me to that point of giving it up, you know, finally saying, I'm screwed, happened in a nanosecond. It just downloaded, and suddenly it was like a CNN newsflash, no story, and the newsflash was, I'm fucked, basically. Yeah? Now, in recovery, they talk about admitting to your innermost self. Yeah? Because I had admitted to the self, I had admitted in the mental state many, many times, usually they get drugs and alcohol. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I'm an addict, baby. Come on, I need that 25 bucks. <laughs> but this happened, it went through that little cloud of denial, and it hit the innermost, yeah, which is not of mental t mentality. It's not a mental state. I don't know what it is. I don't know what you don't... It doesn't even need a name, but I know what it ain't, and it's not a mental state. And it went and hit that... And suddenly, I knew I was screwed, where all those years of bottoms had never convinced me. I got run over twice in one night. You would think that would convince someone. It didn't. You know what I mean? It didn't. None of it did. I had my mother looking at me plaintively in courtrooms, and that didn't stop me. Nothing stopped me until this something stopped me. I call that nothing. That spirit stopped me. And that's the end of the story, basically. I've been entertaining that freedom or that relief for 26 years. And it's, it's like a self-sustaining activity. You entertain it, there's more of it, there's more of it. If you entertain more, there's more of it. Entertain more, there's more of it. And what happens is you get, you get weaned off of the mental state. You lose interest in you as a body, as a mental idea, as an emotional idea, as a circumstantial idea. You lose interest in that, and you gain interest in some other nature, let's call it of spirit, yeah? And suddenly, there's a power greater than all those other little blocks. And there's a power greater than the mental state. 
So the, the prized production of the mental state, the feeling of being a self, can be overridden by the revelation of what you are. When it cannot be overridden by the, the emotional state, the physical state, the circumstantial state. Yeah? And definitely not the mental state. Self can't get out of self. It's a, it's a simple uh, axiom in recovery. Self can't get out of self. Self is of the mental state. You cannot use the mental state to get out of a mental state. End of story. Period. No, there's no exceptions. You're not a special mental state. You're a run-of-a-mill mental state. Maybe you have an amplified version of it called alcoholism, but self-centeredness is the baseline. Almost every person that feels like he's a person is saddled with self-centeredness. Yeah? In other words, everything is interpreted from the point of view of being me. Yes, I see everything how it pertains to me. I don't see anymore. It's actually a form of looking called self-centeredness. It piggybacks on what's actually seeing, but it's not seeing. Because if you really were seeing, you'd see you're not that. I swear to God. You would see you're not that. But you're busy looking from it, and you'll never see it from there. Never. Self is never going to see self. Never. Never. Try it. I did. You know, after I was through my whole addiction life and this and that, I went back to a, a life that I was introduced to for a four-year four uh, vacation from addiction called spirituality. And I made effort. Went to India, went on retreats in Thailand, India, Australia, did all this 13 hours a day meditation, did this stuff, Tai Chi, everything, you know. Threw in there. Nothing radically changed. Because it was always me doing it. <laughs> There's no problem with meditation. The problem lies in the meditator. The identification as the one that's doing it is the problem, not what you're fucking doing, really. So that suddenly was revealed to me about, I don't know how many years ago, and it put all that seeking to a stop. And my pants sort of fell down. I was in the fucking big square, and I didn't pull them back up. I was sort of, that was the last identification I had was being a spiritual giant in my own mind, you know what I mean? <laughs> I was also painting houses, and I wasn't even good at that, you know? So it was the only peg I had left to hang a hat, and then that was taken out from underneath me. And therefore, I was very uncomfortable for a period of time, but thank God I was, because something fucking broke, you know, that bondage of self. It broke. I got a radical relief from it. Not based on time or based on my own vigilance or my own thought or effort. Just like that thing that downloaded that day in the trailer park had nothing to do with me. I didn't provoke it. I didn't call it. I wasn't looking for it. It just showed up. Yeah? Well, that's the exact same thing now. Something separated me from the mental state. Yes? Now I see the mental state. It's still presenting its story. It still has its per particular point of view, but it do I, there's not as much interest in it anymore. My interest lies somewhere else. Yeah? In other words, my interest was like the stock of that corporation. 51% migrated to some other 
point, you know, let's, you want to call it spiritual or whatever, but that's all that was needed, was 51%. Now the, the mental state's having its vote, it has its projections, its quarter earnings, and how much value it's accrued, and yes, I'm really progressing, and it has its little meetings and advertising campaigns, but it can't have a huge sway in my life, because my interest and attention has been moved from it. And now it's in a fucking volatile market called here and now. You know what I mean? And it's enriching me at this moment instead of enslaving me in this moment. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> There's a pop, there is a possibility. Your mind is... You don't even have one leash, some of us. There's like five leashes. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you're thinking you're not, you're not being led, you're being led. And then when you're thinking you were once led and you were led again, you're still being led. And on and on and on. Selfing gives you a lot of rope to hang yourself. Yeah, because it knows you're never going to get out of it as it. It doesn't care if you get on, put robes on, and you meditate 28 hours a day. It doesn't give us, that, that's not a threat to it, because you'll be, you'll be the meditator. You'll have a sense of self as a spiritual self. You will. And that's the bondage. It's not how the self looks. It's the idea of being one. Is the bondage. And therefore, hence the freedom is freedom from, not for. Freedom from self, not for self. That's, the, that's it. You may not like that. That's my opinion. I'm putting it out there. And it, everyone can have their own view. But is it working? Find out. When you're here, does yesterday and tomorrow dominate your here? If it is, it's a pretty good indication that the mental state is the dominant state, and you're a self at that point. You're taking yourself to be the doer, the thinker, the haver, the feeler, the taster, the toucher, the smeller. You're thinking you're the, F, the alpha and the omega, and you're not. Yeah. It's not that it's going your way, it's because it's going your way. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> That's it. See, you don't want to throw that your out of it. So you'll try to turbocharge your way and then try to add an ancient old way, but it'll still be your way. And you, it's hard to get over that, that idea that it's you. <laughs> You're the problem, like AA broke to us. You're not, we're not people with problems. You're the problem. What? Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> so, I don't know. You can keep huffing and puffing and blowing down the imaginary houses, but it doesn't, it's, why not save yourself some time? If everything you do is going to lead to basic, all the somethings you've got are going to total up to nothing, why not start at nothing? <laughs> Maybe nothing will be what you've been really looking for. Maybe nothing will become the conveyor of everything. Because something sure ain't. You've had tons of somethings. You may even be looking at this as a something. And you know what? I love it because it'll stump you. If you try to make it anything, it won't budge. It won't take the form you like. You may bend it into a form you like, but it will be dry. The message won't be there. Because you have to meet it on its own terms, not yours. Yeah. You can twist it and try to make it into something. It's, I remember when I first started hearing this. I was living in Australia, 
And so I got the idea I'm not to do it. Sounded very advantageous, you know what I mean? So I'd be at the house and my girlfriend would come home and she said, I thought I'd ask you to do the dishes. And I said, I'm not, there's no Paul to do the dishes. And she'd say, fuck you, do the dishes. I thought I was trying to use it to get an advantage as a self. I thought if I got a little non-self, I could play it on people and get some reprieve for self. You know what I mean? I'll be let off the hook. I will have no responsibilities. No one will depend on me. Oh, great. <laughs> but it was tinny. She, she could smell it from a mile away. There was no substance to it. It was in the mental state. Yeah? The mental state, all it does is try to look at whatever. It's, it's sort of like something that finds something that's not its and then drags it back to its own lair and then makes it into something. That's what the mental state does. Maybe it just reads, reads this message or hears it, and so, oh, yeah, I heard it, I got it. And it drags it back to its little mental state. You go home and think about it, and then you made it something. You know what I mean? It's, it's not going to deliver the goods. Not, not the ones you're thinking. What you'll get is relief from that. And stick with it. I have. You know, I haven't missed a meeting yet. I must have shown up at, like, I'd say over a thousand meetings, more probably by now. And I've attended every one because I've never attended any of them. Yeah? If I thought I was doing this, I would think that I, could, I shouldn't be doing it. Or I can't be doing it. I've never thought I was... I always was very clear that I'm in the hose, not the water. Yes, this little husk. It's just downloading stuff. That's it. That's its job. When it starts claiming to be the water, it's going to be. A, you're not going to have any any thirst quenched by fucking sucking a plastic tube. <laughs> I remember once I got water from this. Maybe, but not now. <laughs> so I don't know. This is a way. If you're in recovery. This is how I see it. The root of the problem is identification as a self. And, that's, and what I mean by that, a feeling, a sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, rooted in this identification as a body, but also having the components of emotional, mental, yes? And then a weird spiritual state that's mentalized. It's not, it's not it, yeah? It's a conceptual idea of what it thinks spirit is, but it's, that's not spirit. Knowing is not spiritual. I don't know is spiritual. Yeah. Because that opens you up to finding out. But knowing is not spiritual. Knowing is in a mental state. Yeah? So now you have the emotional state, the mental state, the circumstances and the situational state, the physical state, yet you've given up a sense of ownership and you get to see that all those states seem to do better without you managing them. Yeah? Really, they do. The body starts getting better. Yes? The emotions, you know, the emotions aren't used to create this long story of, yes, I've been depressed forever and all this and all that. All this, all of the uses that weren't coming from the, the feelings, but the mental state. The mental state was using the feelings to facilitate a bondage to the idea of being a mental you. It what has. That's why when people, they one bad feeling, or one feeling that feels uncomfortable, their mental state springs and forecasts, this is the beginning of a lifelong depression. 
Yeah. And then, let's say you have a feeling everything is great, then ten minutes about is unbearable to the mental state. It'll say, this isn't going to last. You know? So you see, the mental state takes what seems to be fucking a drag and elongates it, and what seems to be really nice and light, it shortens it. You want that to be what's gauging your day every day? Shit, you're, you're going to be definitely at the wrong end of the stick. <laughs> You don't need to have 30 years of research. One second of it will tell you all you need to know. It's of time. It's of a thing. Yeah? And it doesn't know what the fuck's going on, actually. Yet it will never admit that. It assumes it has power where it doesn't. That's what an AA says. Hey, bro, your dilemma is powerlessness. And unless you find a power greater than self... You're going to be pretty much be screwed in this. I'm paraphrasing, you know, but basically that's the gist of it. So, what is that idea? What's why is the dilemma powerlessness? Because you think you have power. That's why. It, that's the dilemma. The dilemma. The freedom is when you admit powerlessness. When you're not admitting powerlessness, that's the dilemma because you're powerless. Yes, I can't. I hurt this. This knee got hurt in the water eight months ago. All my wishes and hopes, wishes was better now. It hasn't budged. I've got Brazilian spirits, you know, spiritual giants, John of God praying for it. I've got, I've got things working on all these different levels. No, no. People call me up, they ask me how I am. I said, let me give you the knee. You know, knee, what, how are you, what's Paul going to do today? Well, not much. Okay, there you go. Yeah? So obviously, my mental state is perplexed because it's not looking at the knee as what's going on. It's looking at it from the point of view, it doesn't, shouldn't be this way. Doesn't it know it's connected to me? Yeah, and me doesn't want to be laid up by, with a knee. Yeah? But it doesn't seem to budge with all my protestations of being powerful. You're going to fucking get over it, you know? What does that show me? I'm powerless. That's a drag if I think I have power. It's hallelujah when I admit I'm powerless. Because if I admit I'm powerless, I will not experience powerlessness. I only experience powerlessness when I'm exerting power I do not have. Yes? And the head is stuck on that stupid. It just keeps assuming, why do you think you're managing and trying to control things? Because there is a very bogus assumption that you have power to do that. Obviously, and you don't. How much, how much frustration has to, has to happen to convince you of that? The frustration is born of the denial of our powerlessness. Maybe you have one or two examples where you seem to exert power, and they won't even last stably for long. Yeah. The freedom is not the way the mental state thinks of it. It's not freedom for it, <laughs> because that is fucking hell. It's freedom from it. <laughs> so now your interest and attention gets freed from this horizontal mental state of yesterday and tomorrow, and then suddenly, though it's never left, is now enriching your day, because it's freed from the bondage of self and is now exploring and experiencing this day, which is the only place to have an experience. Every other place is an interpretation. It's the same interest in attention, it's just freed from the bondage of self. 
how did it work with me and continue to work with me? I started to question, am I a self? Am I the, am I the long-lasting, independent, separate entity my mental state projects me to be? Am I actually that? And I have evidence in this so-called my own life that when I was a baby, I didn't have a sense of self, yet I was babying like crazy. So obviously, there was, for life to happen, there was a no need for there to be a me. Because I have it right in you know, the history of this little action figure ball. So I don't know, I explored this for years, still am, and it became the last answer. Yeah? Like an unspoken yes, something new prior to knowing, you know. Hit me. I didn't know the profundity of the impact, but I've noticed it in time, because it really changed how things are in my life. I see things differently. And I haven't found a turbocharged more, you know, addition to it. It's just the same old, same old, I'm not that. If I'm not that, then I start finding out what I actually am. And I'll tell you, it's not of physicality, it's truly not of emotionality, it's truly not a thing in circumstances and situations. It's not those things. It expresses itself in there but it's not from there. Like Jesus Christ supposedly says, you're in this world, so you're in these, this, these four experiential levels of situation, circumstances, physicality, emotionality, mentality. But you're not of it. You're not of any of those. Yeah? And what you are is expressing through them. Yeah? And will express through them. Right now, this expression has been, been co-opted by the mental state and turned into a story. Yeah? where most of the time your attention is, is in yesterday and tomorrow and yesterday and tomorrow the only place they can happen is now and they can only happen now in, the, in your head they're not happening in your physicality they're not happening in your emotionality they're not happening in circumstances and situations this Wednesday night is never going to run into next Wednesday night ever, ever it's never going to co- have a collision. Oh, I collided with next Tuesday. You know, there isn't one. It's just a mental idea that's being flourished by your attention and interest, basically. You get sucked up there, and then the, it's like a porno theater you can't get out of because every movie is about you. And you're loving that you, baby. You know what I mean? You'll sit and listen to that you, yap. For 40 years, and if another you came over your house, you wouldn't take it for an hour unless you wanted to go horizontal with them or get something from them. You know what I mean? Someone comes over and starts talking about, you know, I have a real strong feeling my four cats are going to get cancer three years from now. I'm fuck, fuck, you know? Wow, okay. I listen to that for four hours if I want to sleep with the person, maybe. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking I can wear her out so she finally gives me what I want. But once I get what I want, I'm not going to listen to her again for four hours about the future cat conditions of her life. You know, but you go home and all you do is think about you. Yeah. Why? 
because it's not a you you're thinking about. This all that's happening with all of us, but it's been crowned a special you called me. And like I heard this lady at a meeting say, I love this. He said, "I'm so obsessed with myself. All I do is think about me all day." And it's so crazy, I think everyone else is thinking about me. Now, she was totally correct, but not the way she thought. She was, they, she was thinking they were thinking about her me, but everyone's thinking about me. <laughs> Every freaking one. If you go to a crowded place, they're all thinking about me. <laughs> and they're thinking each one is very unique and special. Um, by the flimsiest evidence that a body looks different than another body. That's the only premise it's built on. <laughs> you think your thoughts are different than anyone else's thoughts? They're the exact same, except some nouns are changed. Instead of walking Biff, you're walking Fido. You know what I mean? It's still a freaking dog you're walking, but it's just you think it's so special. Everyone has the same broadcast system, and it's unclear channel. Not clear channel. It's an unclear. It's a fucking franchise. <laughs> and you buy the same products every other me's buying. There's not 8 billion corporations selling to 8 billion me's. There's maybe 5 corporations selling to 8 billion me's. And they convince each me that they're a special one. That, that pants looks terrible on you, but it's going to look great on me. <laughs> <laughs> no one's fucking noticing mostly what you're wearing ever. You know what I mean? They're not. They can't see the minute, microscopic pimples you look at and think they're Mount Everest. They don't notice it, even when they're close up to you. I swear to God, most people are totally oblivious to being aware of fucking anything. My girlfriend went home. She had an eye operation, Deb. Yeah, and her eyes, they look different. You know. Her mother didn't, she didn't see anything. Her kids didn't see anything. I looked at her going, Jesus Christ, you have a total different look. Most of all the loved ones in her life, had fucking, they didn't see a damn thing. <laughs> it can be the brightest day, but there's a dark thing over everyone. It's like everyone's got like 50, 50 layers of saran wrap. So you still, you can actually... You know, functionally, you are seeing, but it's pretty distorted because you're seeing through a clear <laughs> a wrap, but 50 of them make it pretty, pretty flipped out. Yeah, so that's what we're doing is let's maybe unwind a few. <laughs> you know, maybe, you know, just unwind a few. Wow, nothing has to change, but you'll see it all differently. Yeah. And selfing is what wraps you in that fucking mental cocoon. You're like incubating, one day I'm going to make it. Hey, I'm in my 60s now. It better happen fast. You know, the little formulas I was believing when I was 17 are getting fucking pretty old now. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to meet that girl coming out of high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so it runs the same formulas. And how many people, they say, I feel like I'm 18, but you sure don't fucking look it, bro. You better behave yourself. <laughs> the mental state thinks it's 18, but <laughs> the body state sure is. Yeah. And most others aren't seeing you as 18. <laughs> It 
it's so fucking, the delusion is like saran wrap after saran after saran wrap. How many formulas to be happy have we bought and how many have worked and stabilized? None. Or you wouldn't be here. You think the 80th, 85th formula is going to finally work? You bought 84 of them, they haven't. Why would you expect the 85th to finally be the one? <laughs> the whole system is off. Yeah? You're letting a mental state dominate this whole event. And in the, the mental state is not an experience. The experience of the mental state is an interpretation. That's how it experiences things here. It interprets them. It refers back to the past, some past idea it has of what it thought it was, and now you refeel, you rethink, you rehash, you resent, you redo, and it's re, 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 re. Yeah. It's again and again and again and again and again, and then it pops right back to the beginning of the song, and all you get is the refrain, you know? Someday you'll get better. Tell whatever. Jeez. So, to be weaned off of time is incredible. Because now, if peace is here, you'll dig, you'll just indulge because there won't be this mental eclipsing of, but what about where will I be on Tuesday? Or how, where will the peace be on Tuesday? Who gives a fuck? It's now here. Can you respond to it? Or are you having a mental reaction to it? A mental reaction makes it something, and the something can be lost. That ain't peace. That is not peace. That's peace that promotes agitation. That's not it. Yeah. You can bucket all much you think. You're not getting out of the mental state as a mental state. No fucking way. The mental state isn't going to become spiritual. It's going to conceptualize what it thinks spirituality is. That's what it's going to do. And it's going to feel like it got spiritual, like you went into a store, the spiritual supermarket, and got some. I got some long-lasting, no-preservative, organic freedom. Yeah? Or I got it, this is good spirituality, bro. This is really good. You smoke this, you'll feel great. No, no. All that is always defined by time, and spirit isn't defined by time. It's not from this realm. It's not drawn out. It's not found later. It's not lost now. None of that's true. That's all mentally made up. And if you're in this mental state, you're going to believe it. And then you're going to feel like you're something other than what you actually are. And then what the double whammy is, you may start looking for what you are as what you're not. Good luck. <laughs> you'll find something but it'll be more of you conceptuals, ideas, thoughts knowledge yeah. and none of them translate to a, to a stabilized freedom because they would, if they could have they would have been the past you've got so many of them already I taught, I, go, I went to a meeting this, this, this today and lately my ears have been acute about hearing it's basically most of us are just trying to manage the best we can those four levels, yeah? And what AA has provided us is a lot of good, skillful means, yeah? 
Surrender is a huge one, unbelievable, very helpful to alcoholic mind to turn one's will life over to care of something else because you're not managerial quality, you know, and it's not going to work out. So that's fucking great. A day at a time, unbelievable idea, you know. But it's still, there's still so much managing because it's self attempting to manage and self is trying to pacify what cannot be pacified. It's, it's a bunch of agitated conditional, affected by variable states. You can't have it perfect. It's like, in a way, trying to live like, uh, what's-his-name did, the guy who was walking around in Kleenex boxes in Las Vegas. The super-rich guy. Yeah. He was trying to control his environment so no ger- he wouldn't touch any germs or anything. He wore Kleenex boxes. He had total- and he had the money to go insanely... I mean, hermetically seal it, no one could come in, you know, and this and that. He was trying to just make the physical state and the circumstance as perfect as it can be, because he thought it would translate into him feeling good. And it didn't. Of course it didn't. And he had the money to really take it to great lengths, and it still didn't do it. Yeah? So if you think, oh, I haven't, I don't have enough, or I didn't do it enough, he did it all the way, and it didn't fucking work. Yeah? Because <laughs> uh, that's what the mental state will say. I saw, I did a talk in Boston, and this guy was a lot of spiritual seekers there. And so there was one guy, and he was talking about, he was at this event where these people were standing in a certain posture, and then an awakening was supposed to happen. So he was supposed to stand 16 minutes, and somehow or another he couldn't do it. So he asked me, what should I have done? I said, you should have stood for 17. Mm-hmm. And it will work. You know what I mean? That's what it does. More, 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 more. It hasn't worked yet, but it's all on me. It's only because it's me that it has worked. You know? On and on. It's incessant. It just keeps regrouping and reapplying the story on everything that's going on. Yeah? It's main movement, selfing, if you want to. I like this terminology. Selfing is the mental process that is using feelings, thoughts, circumstances, and situations to its own advantage to facilitate the bondage of self. So thoughts are seen as your thoughts. Somehow you're the doer of them. Feelings are seen as your feelings. Problems are seen as your problems. Time is seen as your time. This is called the claiming. The mental state claiming everything it's come in contact with. And casting it where? In the mental state. Yes? Everything. Spiritual, what quote-unquote spirituality? Right into the mental state. Yeah? Before you know it, it's already made it into something. So you think you got it, and then it's made into something while you're getting it. Yeah? And, why, and then it dissatisfies you because it doesn't work. Because it's the, it's the mental state looking for the escape in the mental state. Which you can't, like Einstein said, you can't go to the system that's producing the problem for the solution. You can't, something like that. You can't go to where the problem seems to reside. Yeah, because then all the solutions that appear there will be part of the problem. Because it will be you having the solution. And you are the problem in that state. These are supposed to save us time. If you can let it in, it may change the mind, yeah? Maybe you'll get weaned weaned off of time, and then you'll start finding out right now what's going on. 
You don't have to research or investigate it. Your attention and interest will give to bring it back. It's out here. It'll go out and bring it back. And as long as it doesn't get caught with the mid of mentality and it gets it keeps going, you'll feel like your system is irrigated finally. You're alive during the day, and then the interest and attention goes into infinite, let's say, comes back. Instead of going like this, out and then hitting this, which you call in, which is an out. Yeah? You're identified with an out. You're not identified as spirit, let's say, meaning in. So the out goes back to an out, 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 out. That's the fucking mental illness. We need some refreshing, and it has to, it's brought about not in the out, but in the in. Yeah? So if the attention and interest goes back and rests on what it truly is, which is spirit, not on a mental little billboard with your little happy face on it, yeah? then maybe you'll be refreshed just by the living of the day instead of being so fucking drained all, time, all day, every day. More pe- dr- people are so drained on vacations, even more. They have too much time to think. <laughs> they, all, we, all year they're working in, Man- in Manhattan, they're thinking about Hawaii. They get to Hawaii, now they're thinking about Manhattan. You can't get it lined up. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a, it's like trying to juggle on the back of a fucking uh, bronco. <laughs> you know, it's like you're going to be blaming yourself, but it's the fucking thing you're standing on. It's shaky. You're on a shaky foundation right now. That's why things aren't working. Oh, they are for a while. That's not working. <laughs> that is not working. That's managing. Yeah. There's relief when something works. Because it works. Yeah? There's not immediately a demand of more working or vigilance. It brings an ease and a relaxation. Yeah? Because there's an assurance in it. It's reliable. You can put it down. It's like that old story Ramana Maharshi used to say. A guy has this big uh, box on his head and he's carrying it around. And he gets to the train station. And he gets on the train and he's still carrying it around. He doesn't realize he can put it down. It's going to be carried by the train. That's what it's like. Yeah. Take it off. It's going to be okay. What Will it be okay? I can't say, but it's okay now. But then you find where you're really located. But if, yes, being okay later overrides being okay now, I would say that is a pretty good diagnosis that you're in the mental state. Quite a lot. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> if every moment is just seen as a furtherance to the next bigger, better moment, you're in slavery. Yeah? You're on the road, you're on the, uh, what is that, the road thing of, of time. You're linked up to time. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, on and on and on and on and on. All the variables knocking those blocks all day. I did great at 9.01, 9.03, I'm fucked. 10 o'clock, I'm somewhat okay. 10.30, earth-shattering event. 11 o'clock, fuck it. You know, 11.30, oh, hallelujah. 12, fuck it. You know, so it goes on and on. How can, is there any peace there? How are you going to find peace and agitation? You're not going to calm it down. You're not going to tame it. You're not taming the emotional state. You're not taming the circumstances and situational state. You're not taming the mental state. 
You have no power. You're in jeopardy. That's why we're in so much anxiety. We know, we have such a fear it's not going to work out because usually it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> the way we thought. The anxiety is just being produced by faith, a, a mind force put in the wrong vehicle. Right now, most of our faith is put in the thought system and it's producing anxiety coming from those magical, imaginative fields of harvesters, the past and the future. It's not happening now. What's a, what you're afraid of isn't actually happening at this very second. It's going to be happening, or it did happen. You see, time has to be taken to be so, so true for that to be activated. You wouldn't have fear of next week if you realized it isn't happening. You wouldn't. Oh, well, you have to plan. Planning happens now. It's like Jesus says, when in Rome, do as the Romans do. You know, Render unto Caesar's what Caesar's. Yes, there's things I have to take care of that may come later. But the, the obsession about that, what's not happening, is pissing on what's happening now. Most people who are getting high tonight aren't getting high tonight. They're high, getting high about last night and then tomorrow night. <laughs> They're trying to get relief, not from today, but from yesterday and tomorrow. That's why it doesn't work, because yesterday and tomorrow aren't true. They're not real. Yeah? You can't get out of an imaginary place. You can't. It's impossible. You can't leave where you're already at. And you can't get out of an imaginary place. If you keep trying to get out of an imaginary place, that's giving the life to the imaginary place. If you keep trying to get out of an imaginary place, that getting out of it is giving it the life of the imaginary place. You are giving it the meaning it has. You're making what is just a fucking mental possibility into a mental reality for yourself. And you're coming into this moment with tons of anxiety about yesterday and tomorrow. How are you going to receive what's on offer if your hands are full already? This freedom is prior to bondage. That's what I'm talking about. There's a lot of freedoms that come after bondage, and those things I feel are temporary. And hopefully if you get them and have them, they'll lead you to the eternal by realizing how exhausting they are going to be. Yeah. But the solution, the freedom from bondage is prior to the bondage, yes? Not after the bondage. It's that what you believe may not be so, and therefore there may not be that huge need to escape from an imaginary place. Maybe if you see, you could never have been, never will be a self, then why the hell try to get out of it all day? Literally, that's how it happened to me. That's how dog shit logic that have started to occur. I was trying, that's why nothing worked. I was trying to get out of something I'm not in. <laughs> I would have sworn I was in it. I believed I was in it, but I wasn't in it. You see? It's, it, it takes no time whatsoever to start entertaining it. Yeah? Now, its effects may seem to take time. Maybe it will happen quickly, sometimes slowly, but it will happen. 
and it will build momentum. Because when the mind wait is is tired of something, that thing doesn't seem as real as it is. Seems to be anyway. Yes, because the mind is giving it all the meaning it has. When the mind gets disinterested in self, the self will be very very uninteresting. Really, you'll, you'll be boring as hell. I get like broadcast circa 1963 as if it's breaking news in 2014. <gasps> I have this, I have this impending doom feeling. Oh yes, the same one you've had 850 times. Oh yes. Well, go have it there. See what happens. No, no, come with me. We have it. We, no, I think I'm gonna, you know, sit. I'm gonna sit down on this one. I'm not gonna participate. Then it just dissipates because it's your belief, your faith in it that gives it the seemingly so-ness. Yeah? It can't be so unless you believe it is. It cannot be so unless you believe it is. I think it's been great news. Incredible news. It doesn't take vigilance or anything like that. It's entertaining. Yeah, you're already busily entertaining what's not happening all day. Can you imagine entertaining what's happening? What kind of results that will bring? Look at the results that are brought from not what's not happening. Can you imagine if you were entertaining what's actually happening? What would occur? Find out. It's pretty monumental. Pretty revelatory. You'll sense energy, you know, presence, clarity. Other attributes. It's like a, a noteless, uh, a noteless wind, but it produces a lot of notes through us as the action figure, as the action figure flute. That noteless wind will produce a lot of notes through us. You know, some people have incredible clarity. Others will have a lot of love and compassion. Yes, other people that have da da da, they'll just it'll show it'll show its many facets through all of these possibilities. Yeah, some it will be devotion. Others it will be transcendence. Yes, it's the same noteless wind blowing, but it will through the flute it will manifest in unique ways. Yeah. Any questions? No?